0: In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it!
1: And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Doc slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis, he could win it! He probably
0: has won it for Yeovil!
1: Six minutes gives Yellowville the lead. Stansfield good turn away from Trott, goal!
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast with me, Ian. And this weekend I'm joined by Mr. Rob Manley again back for the second time. Hi Ian, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm alright. How are you?
1: I'm alright, not too bad. Can't believe it's Sunday evening already, yet again. No, no, let's not get to it. Back to work tomorrow,
2: but tell me about never it. mind. Never mind. And also another debutante in the uh, Glover's Cast hot seat tonight, Mr. Nick May. Welcome, Nick.
0: Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here.
2: Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure to have you here. So uh, Nick is a uh, travelling Yeovil Town fan. Me, Rob and Nick often hit the road to the away days and have enjoyed a couple of trips recently, but thought we'd get. Nick in while Ben is still suffering from FA Cup fever, and Dave's flown off to a hot, sunny country on the day that the rain really came down, <laughs> specifically in the Southwest. So, uh, yes, fair play, Dave. He's picked a good time to go. He has. He's dodged that very, very well. <laughs> so, myself and Nick were both there yesterday. Uh, Rob was tuned into the radio listening in. Um, Nick, what were your thoughts on the lineup when you? first saw it come in?
0: I was, uh, yeah, I was expecting it to be not as strong. So I was pleasantly surprised that he didn't rotate like Murphy coming in. He hasn't started for a few weeks. Um, Yeah, and I was surprised Smith went straight in, but yeah, it's kind of, I knew he wasn't going to change a lot, but I thought people might get more minutes than they have been recently.
2: I think the big one for me was Jordan Stevens getting his start. Rob from from what you heard on on the radio any any thoughts you had around that starting lineup and yeah Stevens and Smith on that right
1: hand side it sounded lively right and i think he said he said before the game he was going to take it serious um and he was going to put his strongest team out available and he was going to go he was going to go all guns for it um to avoid the banana skin cuz i think he's right when you're playing teams like um like stoneham like that is, a, that is a horrible banana skin, right? If it don't go well, don't go well. Um, so there's a bit of pressure, I think, added pressure on the, on the team that he picks because they got to go out and perform. Um, and if you don't win well enough, he's right. People are going to get on your backs regardless. So I think it was good that he went through with his words. He stayed strong. Um, I was a bit surprised that maybe one or two didn't come in um, for some of the lads that have maybe have been playing a lot of football. Uh, your Worthingtons or um, or your Wannels, maybe places like that, Whittle potentially. But um, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised to see Smith get a go. Uh, and I think Stevens, again, a perfect game for him to come in, right? He's been doing his 20s, his 30s, his, his 40s. To come in and be able to get a start out under your belt in that game was was perfect for him. Uh, and yeah, it sounded on the radio that sort of down that right hand side, um, we caused him a bit of bother. Uh, nice and early I mean I wasn't there but what was it like watching it for you guys how did we start quickly
0: we were straight away on top um, and yeah we should have been 2-3 up within the first 10 minutes with their goalkeeper we're an absolute worldie of a start yeah I mean our whatsapp
1: was <laughs> pinging off Up the whatsapp group was pinging off early you were telling you were saying keepers, um, keepers made some quality saves yeah I still don't know how you got to that first one but um watching it in
0: the terrace, it was like that is how the hell has he got that? That was um It yeah. was
2: it was almost like the goal was charmed in those first like up until the free kick goes in. Yeah. It was just like he was getting absolutely peppered with shots. And there was like distance ones from Charlie Cooper, Michael Smith had one from distance that he had to tip over the bar, there was close range ones, and he was just like flying about. And I thought, you know, there was good opportunities from set pieces. And I thought that was where we were going to really dominate because wasn't the biggest goalkeeper in the world. But I mean, Stoneham seemed to defend all right on the set pieces and managed to, to deal with it quite well. But yes, he made some unbelievable saves in that first 15. But I think the golf, I mean, that you could tell the levels. I know we've talked about, when we play these part-time teams in National League South and towards the end of the game, you know, we sort of step it up and yep. it, it tells, but uh, yes, it told from the sort of first five minutes really with the way we were knocking the ball around and just cutting through them. It was, um, yeah, very comfortable to the point that, I mean, let's, let's get on to Michael Smith. I mean, Nick, what was your thoughts on Michael
0: Smith in his debut? Just straight away you could tell that he's played at a high level. Um, you know, you you don't play two hundred and thirty odd games for Hearts and in the Europa League last season, do you? Unless you're a good player. So um I was expecting something, but it was just the quality of the like the one he put two through balls through. Like he split the left back, I think Keith Cooper mentioned it, he split the left back and the centre half. And when you got the pace of Stevens, you're thinking if he can do this week in, week out, we've got we're gonna get a lot of joy down that
2: right hand side yeah he de- Rob you're gonna love him yeah is <laughs> he damn is he is he Dan most reincarnate <laughs> yeah and you know how uh Mark Little always had like the cleanest socks because he never had to leave his feet to you know slide in he was never out of position yeah it, there's that about him he was sort of coming inside as well away from fullback into the middle at points where it felt like I don't know, I just felt like he wanted to be involved and make stuff happen. And like Nick said, some of the passes he picks through lines that we just haven't got that ability in the team to, to even spot those passes, let alone spot them and
1: make the passes as well. He is... um Sounds like he could have been... um Sounds like he'd be playing for Pep. <laughs> if he was a bit younger, right? If he yeah. was in his teens, he'd be playing for Pep. The, I him, mean, right? uh, yeah. look... I, it, listening on the commentary obviously you you, you and Tom were um, were on comms I mean you got you guys were all over him first half you um you were, you were singing his praises and to be fair it, it sounded it's it it sounded like you like exactly as you'd expect it just an old pro high level knows the ins and outs of the game um been in good dressing rooms obviously has an aura about him at this level uh, and carried it at hearts as well I mean like i I don't know too much about him, to be fair. Nick's probably got a lot of background on him from football manager and and all that stuff. Nick will be uh, researching and whatnot, but um, I don't know too much about him. But listening and looking at the Hearts fans' comments, they, they seem to really like him. Like He was a, he was a proper favourite. And um, full blooded challenges, getting stuck in 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10 every week. I mean, we're lucky to have him. And it sounds like we got a little glimpse of it on, on Saturday, which is good. So looking forward to seeing what he's like away at Hampton next week and, and then home the following week, you know, and, and let's see what he can do against, you know, the top level of part-time football teams in our league. But from what it sounded like and what you guys saw, it sounds like he's going to have no bother, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that he was berating players as well for sloppy passes, not tracking back. You know, he's only been at the club what a week and you can see that experience straight away. He's going to take some of the pressure off of storming I reckon, in the... um you know the leadership role so um yeah i was if that's a debut to go by then hopefully there's more of that to come definitely yeah i think you can see the standards are
2: ridiculously high like Mm. and, and i know it's hard to read too much into it given the team we were playing and the opposition um but you could just tell there was that sort of
0: that quality that's Way above. <laughs> he wasn't going to let those standards yeah. drop, even though we were playing Stoneham, Do you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So it didn't take us too long to uh, get the goal. Um, half an hour in, after absolutely peppering the goal, Jordan Young uh, and the free kick again. Nick, what was your view of the the free kick right behind the goal?
0: Yeah, I was right behind it as soon as he. You were. You seen Cooper line up as well, and he was just thinking, just let. Just walk away, Charlie. <laughs> Let Jordan have it. Uh, yeah, and as soon as he left his foot, I'm not sure the wall was brilliant, but um, yeah, he got it on target. And when he's on target, the keeper, because it's that side, the keeper's going to have no chance. Even though he was having probably the best game of his young career that lad, he wasn't going to save that. So um, yeah, it was very reminiscent of the Western one, just on the other side. So
2: yeah, my my, I thought I thought he'd put it round the wall from the angle I was to that but it's uh pretty just to you go know, straight over it and he hits it with such pace and it's those that like the cliche is that he's you know it's too close to get it open over the wall and back under the bar and all that sort of stuff but here nicely have you seen it on the highlights rob
1: yeah i saw yeah i've watched it a couple of times to be fair i mean he's got he's got his eye in right he's got yeah. his eye in and it's nice to see like i'll be i'll be honest and and nickel I've, I've said this to nick before and i've probably said it to you before I wasn't sold on I wasn't sold on Young and and haven't been sold on him particularly up until this season. Um, I know when he came in last season it was difficult and when you're coming into a team that's, you know, getting beat a lot and it's finding it hard to win and goals are hard to come by and you put a lot of pressure on on a young kid to come in from the league below to try and be the one that makes it click. I get there was a lot around it. Um, I don't think you could ever fault his effort at all. Like whenever he's on the pitch. He's always putting a shift in. I think the bit that I always struggled with was there was a lot of effort, but but never never it never there was never a, a large amount of end product, and it never seemed to go anywhere. A lot of blind alleys, a lot of running, a lot of running to the byline, losing the ball, um, maybe getting shoved off it a little bit too easy as well. So mm. I was I wasn't really sold, but I've always I have always thought he just needed one goal, and when he got one, he'd get two. And when he get two, he get four. And when he gets four, he probably get eight. And um, if anyone deserves a good run of form it's him um because i think the fans have taken to him because they can see he does put a shift in and actually i would i would say that the quality and that end product and that you know that execution definitely seems like it's come into his game now um and for that to be happening like the first 10 games or the first nine games of the league season stands him up for real good stead right for the rest of the rest of the rest of the season to go so really happy for him Obviously got his iron for free kicks. No one should be anywhere near him while he's on the pitch at the minute. Um because every time he gets it, I think he feels like he's gonna score or at least get it on target, right? And that's all you can do, make the keep make a save.
0: Yeah. Trying too hard last year, wasn't he? He needed that yeah, goal.
1: Yeah, he did. He did like and
0: impress. Yeah. So yeah,
1: exactly that. Trying too hard. That's we wanted that's a things. goal in pre
0: season. We said, didn't we? Yeah. If he gets a goal in preseason, so um, but he didn't, but yeah, he got his free kick. So yeah,
1: fair play to him. Deserves it, and
2: then not long after that, he gets the the corner as well, right onto the head of Jake Wannell, who climbs up over a couple of the Stoneham defenders and nods it into the back post. It was almost an apologetic celebration from Jake Wannell, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> we, yeah. Tom, when we come when he commented on the goal, he's like, any hey, Jake Wannell," but didn't really like there was no oomph behind it because there was just sort of no reaction. It was just like. All right, and turned around and ran back to the to goal.
0: Like it was a, almost a, like a pre season vibe, do you know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah. I, I don't think they wanted to, they were sharing respect a little bit, I think, to Stoneham. Do you know? Yeah. Um, and he's probably annoyed that he didn't, the first header he had didn't go in because that was the save, wasn't it? Was it a header or volley, whatever it was, to keep yeah. it somehow turn around? Yeah, still don't, don't know why he did that. It was a header on the back post, yeah. wasn't it? And he just um, somehow clawed it away. But I mean, it's great. How many goals we scored now from set-pieces this year?
2: I don't know. Don't ask a question like that on the
0: podcast. No, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> <at> hand, mate. <laughs> and then we got none last year. So it just shows yeah. you that the improvement of that is just...
1: Yeah. It's so all we score at the moment. <laughs> totally, um, Chris Todd must be getting hammered every Saturday night if he's, if he's being given drinks after all these headed goals and set-piece <laughs> goals. He'll be absolutely paralytic every Sunday. <laughs> Poor fella. We're yeah. getting the
0: quality in. Last season we were kicking it too long, or weren't beating the first man, and no one was yeah. attacking it. So,
1: a lot, well, it mean... to, a lot of it comes to confidence, though, doesn't it? Like, yeah. like what we just said about Jordan Young. You get one, you get two, you get two, you get four, and I think as soon as the first one goes in, and it realizes, do you know what? lads, we can do this, like it's like a magnet or London buses. They all they all come, don't they? They all come together, or they all start going the right way. But how many? Like the start of the season, how many
2: of those corners that were deep? to the back post, then headed back in, led to nothing. Or yeah. you know, that Hemel game, there were so many decent deliveries that we did nothing with. And yeah. it felt like it felt like that was a bit of a theme at the start of the season. But sort of ever since well ever since Western those set pieces have really sort of clicked. Um and it's working.
1: Yeah. Big time. I was gonna and say we'll-
2: actually Nick, you said it felt like a pre-season sort of a pre-season vibe. Um, there was no, there was no entertainment on behind the game, uh, behind the stand, was there before the game? And I think you know, no, no, can fault any of that. Just you know, I don't think people expect there to be that many in attendance. Ended up with a two thousand attendance, but it certainly felt that inside. And I don't know if it's just because there wasn't people on the side that I was on doing the commentary, but it didn't feel like there was that that buzz when people came into the ground in the same way that there has been. For the league matches, and it's almost like I don't know. The club have made a rod for their own back now. They, if they, yeah. they want that atmosphere, and it's almost it's generated from outside, and it's almost like go and get something on now.
0: It's that expected to win that game? Mm. People going in, going right. We're expecting to see goals, win, maybe easy. Um, yeah. There was no, obviously no. I think they were only expecting fifteen hundred, if that. Um. From the ticket sales and stuff. So, um, but when you're in the terrace, it felt like it hasn't. It wasn't quite as busy as it has been, but there was still a lot of people in there. But it's one of those games. It was never going to get going and as an atmosphere. Mm. Um, fair play to Stoneham. Lot you could hear them. They were they were certainly enjoying their day out. The biggest game in probably their club's history. So, it's um.
1: Was it yeah, right? It was, was it right? Was, was it right that the screw fix stand was shut?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I, so I think they knew.
1: I think that always has an impact on the atmosphere as well. They've done it like that. Always, that always does have the atmosphere because the noise and the and the sort of the tremor is always on one side, mm. uh, and it can get lost down that down that side. You know, it doesn't sort of reverberate around. Um, was the drum? Was the drum there? Yeah, the drum
0: was there? It was drum being was used. There. It just not. Yeah, Callum. Callum's Callum, on the drums. <laughs> I That's stand place. the other side, so I don't see actually who's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you haven't asked for a go,
0: no, not yet. No, <laughs> I'll leave that to them. Um, but yeah, he was there, but just yeah, the atmosphere was there. We cheered every goal, to be fair. We cheered, you know, we clapped the keeper we, we, every time we cheered their goal, we cheered their goal because the <laughs> yeah. we'll get onto that probably. But yeah, it's um, they deserved it for just their effort. So, mm. yeah,
2: so we go into half time 2 0 up, all looking pretty comfortable. Um, Still that sort of, well, yeah, well, town. we can still, We can still yeah. do something. Um, but pretty much straight away, we come out and uh, a, uh, a lovely ball from Michael Smith just teased over to the back post. And Frank Nublai's got no one really around him and just jumps over the top of everyone to head it in. And that was almost like, ah, there yeah. we go. That's fine. Let's <laughs> definitely put that, put that to bed. There's no, you know, early early chance from them.
0: Yeah, just, it was a simple overlap, wasn't it? Lovely dink. And uh, Noble we weren't ever going to miss that, New well, Nouble was never going to miss that, was he? So um, I think that's the first time he jumped in the game, but that was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it, was um, it was a goal, 3-0. He Probably saved it for the right game time. Game over, innit? <laughs> so... yeah.
2: yeah, it was, he, he did have an interesting game. He didn't really get on the ball very much. And uh, I think Mark Cooper said after the match that he was he's had a bit of a knee injury, so that's why he took him off like straight away mm. and and brought Reese Murphy on, which uh made quite the difference but um yeah it was a it was a weird game for Frank, almost like he was just there for everyone else to sort of play around him and get on get onto something Do as you think, um
1: did you did you get the sense I know obviously we started quick and scored scored a lot of goals, but did you get the sense that the felt that the team were playing, you know, third gear, second gear, third gear, and just letting their quality sort of shine through rather than getting into sort of full speed? Was that I the felt, feeling on the pitch?
2: Uh, it, to me, watching from the side, it felt it felt very much second gear, third gear. If we need it yeah. even sort of, and that was maybe when Jordan Stevens decided he really wanted to get round a man. He would you know put the afterburners on and. Do yeah. that, but it didn't. Yeah, for me, it didn't really felt like there was the need to play with the same sort of intensity that we've seen in some of those,
1: yeah, league matches. Yeah, well, fair one. I mean, look, Goody got his goal because all it does is just keeps him ticking over, doesn't it? Yeah. Just keeps him, just keeps him confidence. Play the goal, play the game, score a goal, takes that form. Hopefully, on with him into the into the next game. Um So yeah, if he only jumped once, I'm glad he jumped then.
0: Yeah,
2: and then there was a couple. There was another change wasn't there? I think Whittle comes off, JMD comes on. Start bringing on like the Rolls Royces to really just go in between the lines and he'll make Josh Hours goes to fullback. Had a bit yeah. of a tricky time at fullback, Josh Hours. He, he he was good in midfield, but yeah,
0: didn't look totally comfortable at left back. Well, they put on a young, raw lad, didn't they? Right wing who just wanted to run, and I, I don't know if Hours has ever played left back before. <laughs> Um, that's my one worry if Whittle gets injured isn't it so just like they went the ours because we probably that's the only position I'd say we ain't got covering at the moment is it left back but um, he's going to play a lot of football this year Whittle a yeah well I
2: think Will Will Doors is I mean Will Doors played left back the first pre-season game um, who was that against I can't remember Buckland Buckland yeah was
0: it yes yeah, Buckley, yeah, yeah that
2: was it yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he played left back in that game. And I don't think I mean he did fine, in the words of Mark Cooper, but I don't think yeah. I think ever in since that game <laughs> ever since. I think I think after that Mark Cooper said he's definitely a winger or a wing back rather than a left back. So yeah, I yeah. do think that's one area where we might need to do something, do some business. Um, yeah, although maybe. maybe Michael Smith could move over there and you bring in Williams. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but even that, like Williams played Williams played left back. Didn't yeah. Williams played left back that season, that last or final season under Saul. Um yeah. I think Jake Wannell played left back for Torquay, uh, for Torquay for Taunton as well. So I think you've got lads that can do it. Maybe that are square peg round holes, but you've definitely got some fellas that can cover it. Um yeah, I that what just I know we're talking about got We're talking about the goals and the rest of it, but just on Will Were you surprised you didn't get any minutes yesterday?
0: Yes.
2: I was, but I do think, I don't know, it did feel like a bit of a get the strikers on and get Maguire Drew on and get some confidence and some, you know, goal mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get some assists, get some goals and get that into them a little bit. And I mean, I don't think Murphy needed it. Particularly because he's obviously been scoring so far, but I think there's a the, yeah, there's probably an element of wanting Jake Hyde to try and get something in the net, and also like Maguire drews had time out where he's not really, not really been involved as yeah. of late. Sort of it's ever since that haven't game, he's sort of come on and had some sort of cameos, but not really been given a chance to pull many strings. I thought,
0: yeah. I thought I'd noticed when he brought the third sub on. I noticed Will, uh, Will Doors go down the tunnel. Yeah. I, don't, I, I presume he came back out again. because so I think I've seen him doing the lap of honour. But I don't know if that was in... Well, I'm not getting a game here. Do you know what I mean? So I, I didn't know if there was five subs because it's FA Cup. Because it, I think in the later rounds, you're allowed to bring five on, aren't you? Oh, really? You're allowed to bring him in three... You're allowed three substitute periods, aren't you, where you can bring on... Oh well, yeah. yeah, we had the seven yeah, subs,
2: job. so it was pretty much that the rest of the squad mm-hmm. were on the bench that were available. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I think when he moved hours there, that was sort of well, we're not going to
1: see Will Doors now. Yeah. really. it's just do a job there and tricky one to... for him. Tricky one for a Minute, it? it's it, it's if 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 you can't get him on in a game like that, difficult difficult for him to see where he might get minutes. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean. I think he's got something to offer. I haven't seen a huge amount of him, but you know, even just for his efforts in pre-season, it'd be nice to see him get on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, we nice saw to him at see him get on the pitch.
2: we saw him at Dorchester, didn't we? And I thought yeah. he did all right in that first yeah, half. He did okay.
1: Dorchester, yeah, he did fine. Obviously, he played, he played <laughs> this right, level. He played, he played this level last season as well, didn't he? I mean, it yeah. was part of that Oxford City team for a while. That, that I know he wasn't there come the end, but. You know he's done it. He, he can yeah. play it. I, it's one of them and it's Just, I think you're right. I think Cooper used it as a chance to to get some of those lads that have been out of the team in and another team probably into a bit more form. And I guess you've got to look at a Cooper's mindset as well, right? If, if Will isn't isn't getting into that 16 regularly, is it worth getting in minutes, or is it actually worth getting minutes and, and and some distance into the legs of the lads that you are going to need and you are going to be calling on?
2: Yeah and as well he's only just you know he's been out with glandular fever just, and i think it was only last last week that mark cooper said they were going to see if he could do contact training so yeah true he's only really yeah. just sort of probably back in the thicker things as well perhaps when we yeah. play kensington in the spc he'll mm-hmm. get a run out then yeah um jordan young steps up for another free kick knocks it to jordan maguire drew who Gets a big deflection past the goalkeeper to make it 4-0. But does that go down as a Jordan Young assist, do you think? Um, Nick, are you bet Jordan Young have that?
0: Because are you getting an assist bonus in your it book? It's a little touch. I don't know, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the deflection, it was, well, it was going More off of an off, assist, did it? It went completely off matey's heel. <laughs> um, and again, he was a little bit embarrassed to celebrate it, wasn't he? So, yeah. Um, yeah, there was pretty much a head down turnaround, and <laughs> yeah, I've not hit that well, but it's gone in. I take it. <laughs>
1: was it as big a deflection as the one that came off Williams's backside at Western Supermare for that James Morton to put one in I the top corner?
0: Don't even know if it was on target. The shot it was a long way out, and it's yeah. hit Matey's hill and just completely gone like the other side, and found itself in the far corner. The yeah. keeper had gone already to the other side. Um, and the fact you noticed it from obviously the terrace because we were down the other end, you knew. Yeah, it was a massive,
1: massive deflection. So Yeah. keeper used all his lives in the first half. <laughs> first ten minutes. <laughs> first ten minutes. He was. He was. He was. Yeah. He was in debt after that.
2: He was. He was. And then it just opened up. Really, I think the 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 quality, the fitness, yeah. their heads clearly dropped. And I think I did feel sorry for their. Left back, yeah. To, that was we very much bit, like yeah. Talk about very much pub team left back who was being torn apart by Jordan Stevens, sort of running around him, and yeah. That first one comes in from a, uh, uh, I think it was Smith plays one pass to JND, JND plays one pass to Jordan Stevens, Jordan Stevens first time into Reese Murphy inside the six yard box and just laps yeah. it up.
0: It went over the left-back's head, didn't it? You can see him trying to jump for it. And he yeah. just couldn't... He, I don't think he had much left in him. Um, he had a decent first half, actually, on, the, on there. But this adrenaline and what fitness he's got, wasn't it? And then... And he still had 30 minutes left to play at that point as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure if anyone else was finished it like Murphy did. Because it was quite... It wasn't on the ground, was it?
2: No, no. It was sort of probably about a foot off the floor. And he sort of jumps up and has to take it with yeah. his left foot and it's just one of those where it feels like other strikers would just miscue that or they jump over it or it, they wouldn't jump high enough or it yeah. would just go the wrong way but it's just he's just gold inside that box isn't it it's just yeah. it does not miss in those positions
1: Love No. It. You, can, you what how how things could have been different we if he was in green and white last season
2: yeah oh don't rob sorry yeah. sorry sorry <laughs> But Murphy was really like, I don't know. Obviously, he scores his second one, not too far after. And I think their uh, defender tries to play it back to the goalkeeper. And he is just on it. Doesn't like he doesn't see Murphy there, does he? So. <laughs> but it felt like he really, where the other players were quite apologetic about scoring, it, he was, I'm here to kill
0: you
1: for yeah. the, rest, <laughs> yeah. the rest of this game.
0: Well, that's the goal scorer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, he loves scoring goals, and he's going to celebrate every goal he scores. That's yeah. what you pay.
1: That's what you pay your wages for, right? Like you want, you want him to do it. You want, you want that edge up there because we've been crying out for it for such a long time, and he's got a point to prove as well. For me, he's mm. um, obviously Noble or Nubleay. No, apologies, Nubleay has got the shirt at the minute, uh, and when you're playing one with with two wide, probably doesn't suit Murphy being one of the wide ones. So he's got a bag and he's got a net. If he wants that shirt back, so you know he's gone out there probably with a point to prove. Did he come on in the last league game? I don't think he did. Did he? Hyde came on. No, no, yeah. Hyde and
2: Nubley were up front for the second half.
1: And you can imagine, you can imagine he's the type of character that would be steaming if he's if he's unused sub.
2: Yeah,
1: I bet he absolutely (laughs) hates it. Um, I can imagine he's a a no talk in the dressing room. Out he goes in the car. Off you go. Um, But. When he's on the pitch, you know he's he's desperate to score and great he got great he got his goals yesterday. Um, yeah, point to prove I reckon.
0: Felt a little bit sorry for the centre ass because they've just had Noble up there or Nuble like you say, yeah, and they're thinking right, have a breather now and on comes Reese Murphy proving a point.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a... Jake Hyde as well. Yeah, and, Kyder, and Jake yeah, like Hyde like as that, well. That's... You know he's no he's no shrinking violet, yeah. is he?
0: No, so it's yeah the luxury that we we haven't we've been crying out for for a while of depth is um. But yeah, especially the older center after they had, he was the back pass, wasn't he? You were thinking, yes, it's just like, yeah. that, oh, no, not Reese Murphy. <laughs> you could see as soon as he passed <laughs> yeah. it back, he was like,
2: yeah. oh, shit. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you say, yeah, Hyde comes on. I think before that, um, we have a free kick, don't we? And Jordan Young's on it. But because Reese Murphy's on the hat trick, he's, he's... he's, yeah, he just, I'm having this. It, and
0: I'm going <laughs> to smash it into the wall. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> further in the point that um yeah Jordan Young is the only person who should be on set pieces really. Um yeah, like you said, Hyde comes on. There was one bit where they almost get in each other's way. It was like they both wanted they both wanted a goal, that ball over the top, and they just Yeah, you knew that Hyde was coming on, also yeah. with a point to prove and also mm-hmm. a man who doesn't even like it when he scores and it's announced for someone else that yeah. he really wanted to get something.
0: Again, he might have thought he could have started. He should, you know, been given a start instead of instead of Frank there. But um, it's just not coming off for him quite yet, I don't think. No. But he's the he's, there. The he's, there. A, he's a nuisance to any of the center half He doesn't stop running.
2: Right. Yeah, I and bet he's, he's got all got a right, great, yeah, great
0: leap for header-in. And yeah, if you get people around him.
2: But he's horrible to play against.
1: Definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. He's got a he's he's got a role to play. He's got a part to play this season. There's there's ten there's ten to fifteen goals in him for sure. Um, yeah, he I, I like him. I like him. He's I, he's he's decent in my eyes. Like I said last week on that league game, winning those headers, winning the flick-ons. Um, he he he'll he'll be a great link up for a few of them. No no drama.
2: Nick, talk me through the constellation.
0: I can't. This is going to sound a bit weird because. I think I was texting Rob and Tony on our, our little WhatsApp, letting them know what was going on. So I missed the build up and then I looked up and he was through and he did it. I think he did a little shimmy then he took it around day really well. Yeah. And then, and then he, he took it off the ground so, so he wouldn't hit any of the sliding in defenders. It was a really good finish but I missed the lead up to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. But I was doing my other duties of keeping my friends <laughs> who weren't there up to date with what was going on answering their questions. So,
2: yeah. Oh, shit, they've scored. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that number nine deserved it. He didn't play up front on his own all game. He didn't stop running. He did cause a few problems for um, Staunton when he liked running and stuff. And it was a good finish. Yeah. He had a header in the first half as well, didn't he, that? kind of more of hit him than he sort of headed. Yeah, I haven't looked him up, but uh, he's,
2: he's Duarte Martins. Yeah, But he was the only one I felt from their team that, that yeah, like a proper footballer. Like he was physical. Um, I think he won a few headers against Staunton and he had a couple of races with Staunton that he won as well, sort of foot races on the left-hand side in front of us. So he was really... Yeah. um a bit of a thorn in the side, and his goal. I thought his goal was brilliant. I mean, not many players have sat Joe Day down, not rounded no. him, and then finished it like that. But yeah, it was. I mean, Cooper wasn't very happy with the goal, and it was a straight ball sort of through the middle. And I think Waddle and Staunton haven't got the legs to keep yeah. up with. Did we switch off Martins? a bit because we were so far in front? Probably. So, Probably. I think there was a bit. Thing, yeah. There was a bit coming down that left side, our left side, around ours. And it did sort of come from that area, I think, the ball. It was kind of sent midfield on the on their right and it just, yeah, came through. But a good finish and, yeah, there was a nice round of applause.
0: Yeah, from Terrace on the Bamford side, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And he did a little celebration towards everybody. He got <laughs> yeah. no abuse, which is very rare for a striker not to get abused after scoring <laughs> that just end. Yeah, yeah. definitely.
1: Um, it's one of them, isn't it? I think if... It, pace always hurts pace will hurt anybody regardless of what level you're at and if he was was i mean was he proper lightning or was he just or was he just quick
2: he wasn't lightning no, but no. and he was he was quite he was quite tall yeah but yeah he had a i guess I mean, you don't
1: have to be i guess you don't have to be lightning to do one all and store on a foot race so do you, to be fair no. they're not the quickest um, and they're both big fellas you know not always the easiest on the turn or on the half turn so if the ball goes through and there's a little room to run into behind, we do know that that does catch us out. And we have been suspect to balls on the ground through the channels. Um, so, you know, I imagine Cooper's looking at that thinking, still not quite, it's, it's not good enough for that. It's still not acceptable. Um, you've got to work hard to try and close those channels and shut those balls down, probably before it even gets to be played through. Yeah. Um, you know, cut it off at the source and you stop those problems happening. But definitely suspect, aren't we, Like. Centre halves from a pace point of view, if Morgan Williams isn't in there, we've got a couple of lads that are fairly, fairly slow.
2: Have you seen um Michael Smith's post match with the yeah. YouTube channel? Yeah, where, like, he? Even he yeah, said similar, listen. didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he he sort of said, you know, he was he was it <laughs> was like, You're happy with the happy with the game? He's like, We're not happy with a goal. <laughs> yeah. Exactly,
0: yeah. It's got to be stopped from the midfield though, hasn't it, as well, them giving that exactly, chance yeah. to pass the ball through. Yeah.
1: yeah. stop it as uh, source, cuts it all out. Yeah. And I think probably
2: when you've got the three there, it happens, but we switched to a four, two, three, one, Maguire. It was it was my front four from the podcast last week that was my sort of if I was gonna have a front four, it would yeah. be yeah. <laughs> Stevens Young, JMD, and Murphy. Uh but yeah, there you go. I was told I needed someone to break yeah. it up and stop it and <laughs> Cooper and, Cooper and Worthy were not the ones to no. do that no, not this time I've got yeah, something to think about and I am the manager of the team yeah.
0: <laughs> football <laughs> manager, new football manager's out soon mate um, <laughs> the, uh, I think they had a chance first half didn't they where it was a very tight offside where one all stepped out and took their player out and made it think it over day where again that through ball through the middle kind of yeah unlike a weakness and it was yeah like tight, I think obviously hard to sun on the terrace but it looked very tight
2: there was a couple where it was their I mean, whole trust linesmen, so <laughs> their whole approach, I, it felt like they knew that it was going to be a ball over the top in behind. And there was one opportunity in the first half that they had to break. Um, where as soon as uh, Martin sees the fullback that's got an opportunity to put the ball over the top, he is just going. He's just on his bike, wanting a ball over the top, and they couldn't get they couldn't execute it. A guy yeah, this class wasn't very good and was sort of cleared out, but it was almost like, as soon as the chance comes, put it over the top and I'll get on my bike. But, yeah. Yeah, so that was, you know, good for them. They had about 208 people there who got to see a goal and had a bit of a celebrate. But as the game wraps up and we get into stoppage time, Reese Murphy, the, uh, the clinical... The yeah, the clinical... Striker I think the referee put him out of their misery at the end and didn't play the full stoppage time because there was sort of five minutes added on. Wow, uh, but really? yeah, Murphy rounds the keeper and puts it home after a good ball from JMD. And yeah, all all very, very good, I think. 7-1. Mark Cooper said it was a no-win game. Couldn't win well enough, but well, I think seven can't sniff at seven.
0: No.
1: Sounds like it could have been a few more as well, albeit their goalkeeper's performance. Well, we did we did have
0: that. that- Talk of are we have we ever seen double figures? Um, and I was like asking my dad who's there, he's been going forever, and he said he can't remember anything. So, 1976, I think he said it was a massive win against someone, but yeah,
2: did he remember the last time we scored seven?
0: Yeah, he said slow, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, the last time we scored seven, we, we have scored seven against Froome in the Somerset Premier Cup. Yeah, in, uh, I think it was 1997. Uh, let me just check, because I put it in
1: a group chat earlier.
0: Uh, blah, blah, blah.
1: The Slough yeah. game was the one where the keeper scored, wasn't it, Nick?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know if it was a, a goal kick or a kick out of the hands, wasn't it?
1: can't remember. I just remember, I remember being there that day with Dad. And yeah, I remember I just remember the goalie scoring and thinking at the time Was he allowed mental, to do that? Right? Yeah never seen, never seen a keeper score before, Dad. Like <laughs> is that allowed? Uh I can't find when the free one was. But
2: yeah, the last time we scored seven in a competitive was a yeah, against Slough Town in the in the Vox or GM Vauxhall conference GM in nineteen ninety one. Uh yeah, two goals for Paul Wilson, one for David Fry, who was a goalie, right? Yeah, yeah. he was a goalie, uh, yeah. Paul Batty scored. Peter Conning and Brian McDermott were on the score sheet on that day. Some names. So Brian can McDermott. we repeat a seven-goal thriller against Slough Town this season, do you think? Let's hope so. It'd be nice, wouldn't it?
0: The <laughs> biggest win is a professional <laughs> football club then, isn't it?
2: Yeah. And yeah, before I mean... that, I found one in nineteen, uh, 1986, I think, against Chesham. Yeah, 1986, we beat Chesham United in the AC Delco Cup, <laughs> which... Some listeners might remember the AC Delco Cup, but I was not even born at that point.
1: All right. Um, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> I was three. Was I was three. Take, yeah. That one was even too, lo- even too older than the two for me and Nick, that one. <laughs> I think I had another
0: two years before I went to my first game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, the other question that we were asked was, when was the last FA Cup hat-trick? And I've had to go back all the way to 1996, thanks to Nigel Dyson, the historical oracle and his amazing spreadsheet 1996 14th of september we beat Backwell united in a 6-0 win and warren patmore scored the hat trick so yeah. reese murphy is in you know in very very exclusive company very. with an fa cup hat trick uh in a 7-1 victory as well so yeah do you, do you remember that game did you go to that one <laughs> Maybe. maybe if Dad
0: went, I maybe. probably went, yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe. Uh, I haven't got the spreadsheet open anymore, so I can't tell you who the other goal scorers were
0: in that 6-0 six win, but there we go.
2: So, all in all, a good day. Everyone was happy on the terrace, Nick?
0: Everyone was happy on the terrace. Everyone was, um, yeah, there was no moans and groans, which is weird for a, a 90, 90-odd <laughs> minute game. Um,
2: no one shouting, get it forward.
0: No, there's none of yeah, that. You no, know, I think they were a little, maybe a little bit. I think they got a bit sloppy first after this, and a couple of wayward passes. And um, I mean, you can't be perfect. No, yeah. and the fact yeah. that even Manchester so City long, make wayward passes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think because um, the intent was there from the beginning, it's hard to really criticize any of that, isn't it. So. Well,
2: some people find a way. Some people find well, a way. Yeah, I mean, they they,
0: they live for being that, like, don't they? They hey,
1: 2000, 2,000 fans for a, a second qualifying round FA Cup game against a team in the same league as Sherborne Town. Yeah. Is uh is good going, right? I mean, yeah, that's good signs that on a Saturday afternoon, after we've had six home games or whatever on the spin, um, that you can still pull two thousand through the turnstile, which is yeah. awesome. And I did get my one of my favorite sort of Brian's gun custom retweets when, um, when the Stoneham Twitter social people put out thanks to the 208 fans that came and followed us. And there's always one Stoneman fan or one football fan that always tweets back and said, can't wait to see them all next Saturday. (laughs) Brilliant. Where have they been? (laughs) 30 or 40 every week. I'll see them all on Saturday. There's always (laughs) one, isn't there? There's always one.
0: Well, they get the same attendance at (laughs) Sherbrooke. Yeah,
1: always one. But there we go. It always makes me laugh. There's just that same football cliche tweet. Let's (laughs) see them all again on Saturday.
2: Where are they? In the Where areas? are they? Where are they every week? <laughs> Stoneham hardcore. They did I have a Stoneham
0: Ultras flag, didn't they? Did Which they? I thought. Yes, yeah. I, you know, that was in the terrace, wasn't it? A yeah. yeah. flags in the terrace, weren't they? they,
2: they bought yeah. Fair yeah. one. They only get, they average 80 a game and they've even got an Ultras section, so. There you go. Fair play to them. Right, do you want to do some questions? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, there's one from Hughish we're not here to faff about consolidating and building for the future. Thus arrivals of Joe Day and Michael Smith and axing of weaker links. The drive, not just vague. See where we are at Christmas is on for promotion this season. Would that be a fair summation of where you see the club?
0: Nick. Um, yeah, I think he's certainly building a squad to push, isn't he? Um, I'm not sure if we're there that gel quite as well as that yet, but... yeah. I think the,
2: I think the point that, you know, we we have yeah. started with we'll be using goal and brought in experience yeah. quality because there was clearly a weak there link was, there at the back. Yeah. So, um, Bell's not
0: the greatest starters is he? So, yeah. he's brought in... Well, I mean, when you get a player like Michael Smith might be able to come to you, then um, you don't say no, do you?
1: No. Um what i do like what i do like about it is that for for all the grief and and stick cooper does get i'll i you you can't argue that he's decisive and he'll make his mind up quick mm. um and you know if he's not been happy with what he saw in the first seven or eight league games he's gone out and done something about it so you can't argue with that because yeah. what he has done is upgraded the first team and fairly the market upgraded the squad
0: as well with that isn't it so. yeah
1: yeah and, and if if chairman if he's gone to chairman to say I'm a bit short here and I'm a bit I'm a bit short there then fair play chairman's backed him um I guess ultimately is he's he's done it because they want to get out of this league don't they they want to get out of this league yeah. as quickly as they can um and certainly those two changes that they've made only makes it, it only makes us stronger so you know and I do think as a team we'll only get better and better the more we play the, the longer the season goes, the better we'll get. And We're I, not I get think weaker.
2: to, to Hewish's point about not here to faff about consolidating and building for the future. I think it's difficult to do that in the, you know, when you're a full-time team in that league, yeah. it's almost, you need to be a football league team to be able to start, you know, building for the future because you you know it's not really worthwhile having a proper academy until it's funded yeah. by the premier league and you reach the football league like we were previously I don't
0: think we haven't built for the future ever have we <laughs> we're well, not turn over no. players every summer even right. when we were on the run you know going up through the league so we're still a high quality, quality of players leaving and then new ones coming in because yeah. you have to find them to go to that next level don't
1: you so yeah. you think about it like we were,
0: it mostly and then
1: yeah but you think about right. it, how lucky we were at that time when at that sort of late 90s early noughties when you're when you gift your first team manager whoever it is at an Anthony Tonkin uh Andy yeah. Lindegaard or Chris Giles yeah. Chris, Wheel, Chris Wheel you know yeah. you bring four or five lads out of a, out of a youth team and put them into a first team like I've never seen that happen again and I doubt it will ever happen again um and and that's it, I think. Like we were able to build them because you had you had three or four lads that were stepping in that were first team ready off the bat.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and it's hard it's hard to find that these days because particularly when we haven't got a reserve team um that are playing at a particular level, you know, you're you're asking lads like Bell to come in and hit the ground running from the off. Yeah. It's
2: difficult. And like really care as well when yeah. you've got if you've got Chris Wheel. You've yeah. got Andy Lindergaard, who's yeah. grown up in the town, grown up supporting the football yeah. club. Yeah, exactly. and Craig Alcock, as well, like that. Yeah. You know, you've got all these kids who, you know, are Yeovil through and through, and it's yeah. like a dream exactly. come true type thing. Whereas, you know, Zach Bell's dream is not to play right back for Yeovil Town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. I for mean, no look, fault of his own. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: we all we'll hope that in the future we'll get a couple more lads from the town that are coming through, right? But I think right now, I'm in the I'm in the headspace that I just want my team to be winning, yeah. yeah. And That's I want us, nice to I want us, I want us to get, I want us to start moving up again,
2: yeah. And I think there's that mix of, you know, there's that mix of the likes of Will Dawes, Morgan Williams, uh, Jordan Stevens, Jordan Young. There are those younger players who are, uh, you know, will be yeah. a big part of things in the future, hopefully, yeah, as definitely. as you go know, forward, mixed in with like killers like Reese Murphy and. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. got
1: a nice blend. We have got a good blend. Yeah,
2: Uh, Debs Curtis says, how long do we manage to keep hold of Jordan Young for before he attracts interest from the
0: higher leagues?
2: What do you reckon, Nick?
0: Well, I'd like to think we keep him for this year. Yeah. If we go up, then there's more chance of us keeping him for next year as well. But there'll already be was football in it. There'll already be uh, scouts at games watching and on players' lists and. Um. It's, it all depends on the product and how much football he's getting as well, isn't it? So. Um,
1: how long's his contract? Was he, he here, was here until? Here is he here until the end of this season?
0: Oh, I'm not sure, actually. We got a year. He already know, halfway through, didn't he? So we're in a the we've been deal, eighteen month deal, maybe. A month within, maybe an extra year on it. So.
1: I mean, look. I'm I'm always of the mindset that. You can't hold these players back. No matter how much I'd love to have him or keep him for the foreseeable, um, it don't, football don't work that way, does it? If someone comes in with a decent offer, then you've got to you've got to say thanks very much and let him go. Um, but I hope I hope he's here certainly for this season and and next. And I hope he keeps doing well. And I hope we get him under contract. And I hope if he is going to go, then someone's going to have to pay six figures for him.
0: Well, that's what we want, don't we? We what want we the, do, yeah. young players in. We sell them for a profit, reinvest the money properly. Of course we do, and um, we've you know, yeah,
1: we've done it before, it's haven't we?
0: Sustainable, not you?
1: So yeah, we've done it before. We've done it before, and that that's that that's that works for us. And if you can ride the coattails of players like that, and they help you move up the league, or or stay consistent and stay competitive, then fair dues. But uh, I think I think we won't see him go this season, um, not unless a really good offer comes in for him. Um, he's only just started, hasn't he? I think teams will be looking for consistency. Show me you can do it over a season. Sure, yeah. you can do it over over a season and a half before someone takes a punt on um, on a he, on a decent bid for him.
2: He signed a two and a half year deal in January. Yeah. So There we go. Yeah. So
1: we've got some protection, whatever.
2: Yeah, and I think probably a good thing for us that he didn't hit the ground running at the end of last season and didn't really prove that he was quite ready for conference uh yeah. national league exactly. whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you've got to ask, like, is he does he think he's better off going anywhere? Or does he think, actually, do you know what? I'm on the good. I'm on a good thing here. I've got a team that's competitive in the league it's in. There's a good feel around the place. Fans like him. He's playing football. You know, sometimes it's that means more... year As a professional. Exactly, yeah. So, sometimes that means more than going and sitting yeah. on the bench, being in squads, out of squads. You know, one league up, two leagues up, I think.
2: So hopefully a long time, Debs. Uh, distant Glover is back. Back with his... Illustrations. I was very happy to see that drop this morning. Here's one from him. Evening, evening. evening. Worn back to front. This season's home top makes you look like a vicar. What <laughs> other Yeovil kits could double up as fancy dress? Off the neck. Where do they get these questions from? Um, <laughs> Alex is very creative,
1: as you can well, tell. Well, you've got you've got last season's away kit that makes you look like a packet of what? what's the sweet Armor Violet. Um it's gotta be an awake, here, hasn't it? Maybe what the about
2: old... that hideous one that they released for the anniversary that they then thought we're not doing that. Is that the one with the achieve by unit written. Yeah, you wrote. Achieve by unit. unit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that one could like, like you know people go to like fancy dressing like shit shirts. Yeah, I mean could be one. you could get them turned into like button up shirts and just wear them. They were horrific.
1: Could have been one. Yellow and black away kit, you could go dressed as a bee. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm scratching. I'm scratching, <laughs> I'm scratching very very recent it away
0: a kits you can think of. Yeah. You don't yeah. get to see the CD away kits very often so they're hard to remember them, aren't they? We're not yeah, a team playing green.
2: So you could go as a Celtic fan if you wore a hoop. Yeah, I
1: was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Celtic yeah. fan. <laughs> there
2: we go. Almost a pro pilot says... uh Buona sera. I think this is the Romanian. Good evening, perhaps. Uh, Callum Lee, their keeper, or Buse, Buse, Buse,
1: Buse, yeah. Uh, 4
2: 3 3 or 4 1 2 1, 4 1 2 1
0: 2. I think you've got 4
2: 3 3 or a diamond.
0: I think you've got to stick with a 4 3 3 at the moment, haven't you?
1: Yeah, probably. In. Yeah, probably. Holding
0: midfielder, two box the box, and then. Your wide men coming in from the I mean That's
2: I chanted it. I Ian chanted it all last season, so I can't yeah. I can't roll back on it now.
1: Yeah, stick with what's working. Four three three. Uh
0: and why do you think they closed the screw fix stand? Because they weren't expecting a massive crowd, and you've got to take in stewarding, catering, in, all that. So <laughs> why make just make it easier on it and have two sides open? Think Cooper saying bring thousands down. I think
1: Cooper's saying is in his post-match that he was told there'd be 1,500, 1,400, 1,500 yeah. on the Friday night, and then obviously they've sold another 500 tickets People on the day, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. probably caught them short, but, you know, did they need it open? They'd probably save a bit of money from not having to open it, right? they don't have to staff it, have to, to heat it, light it, you know, so they probably saved a bit of cash with it too. Yeah.
2: Callum Hallett, evening. Even. Evening. He, uh, I asked the same three questions on my Twitter, so I'll ask it here for you. What were your thoughts on the game in five words? Yeah. Uh,
0: Professional.
1: That's one.
0: Goals. <laughs> Entertainment.
1: <laughs> uh, um. I think you're supposed to make a sentence, Nick. Oh, I was going yeah. to say, oh, I can't milk. do that. Yeah.
2: It was nice and comfortable. It was nice, yeah. <laughs> it oh, was nice and comfortable.
1: We'll take yours.
0: There <laughs> we go. Did
2: you just say I can't do that? When Rob said you need to make a sentence.
1: Yeah. No. I can't. <laughs> think used all the words he knows. <laughs> yeah. Bless him.
2: Um. Who, who impressed you most for Yeovil in a good way, and why? I don't know how you can be impressed in a bad way,
0: but. Well, Smith, isn't it? Just that debut.
1: What he can bring to the side. I, I don't feel like I can comment. I can't comment because I wasn't there, but from listening it sounded like Smith was uh, was the most impressive on the day. Yeah, I think it's Smith for me, but that is because the first
2: time we've seen him, so I didn't really know what to expect, but Rhys Murphy was a close second with a ruthless hat-trick.
0: Yeah, and we got more glimpse of what Stevens can bring to this. Yeah. Because he could be a he could be the best player in the league for me, but I'll yeah, on that. I've not history. seen
2: anyone in any other teams quite like Jordan Stevens. No, um, yes, we are very lucky. I mean, he's one that I'd be more scared of losing than uh, yeah, Jordan Young, hmm. um, even with him just coming back to fitness because
0: well, he was one of the ones you'd was... too, like last season. We probably all thought that he was probably going, didn't we, in the summer, mm. one of the ones that come in late. Yeah,
2: I think with the even injuries. though it was
0: a Cooper signing, wasn't it? Not a the other lot, they were an yeah. Alton Wolf. yeah, uh, another one who would you like in the next round of the cup? I just want a home tie again. We get who you get, don't you? Just at home, keep that home form going.
2: Don't want to close away, day, Nick. You <laughs> can get in We've the got, car, we got, and... look, we
0: got enough of them this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, not he, want to spend mean? time together. I yeah. need to
1: fill a um. I need to fill another playlist. So let's do a let's do a well, home tie first to give you some time.
0: <laughs> I think that means the bath game gets moved now, doesn't it?
1: It does. Yeah. Well, only if we get through. Only if we the get only through local the Saturday home.
0: game we had as well, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, just a home tie. I'm I'm not fussed who we get. Just at home. Always yeah, I'm just saying. Um, home tie. Defeated there, aren't we? And we ain't got. A, it means we won't. We definitely won't be playing on three G if we're at home. So,
2: yeah. Home need tie. A, need a market at home. <laughs>
1: I think we we're still we we're still well, regionalised, isn't it? Next round, the, the Who said that? Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. still regionalised. But I think yeah, home tie. I'd I'd rather just have a nice, safe, easy path through to the first round.
2: Mark Cooper said, "There's no easy games in football." Rob. Yeah. No. In, all, in all his, his years, trip. he's never great. had an easy game of football. All right, even the ones it. he's won seven-one.
1: Let's call it as straightforward <laughs> as straightforward as it can be. move yeah. through to the um to the first round proper. That would be nice.
2: Yeah, and I don't think there's and any then we'll Cornish. Then we have an away day. And then we we'll no... have an away
0: day. Yeah, okay.
2: There's no Cornish teams left, so my my dream of a Cornish away day is
1: is over. Yeah. For, no, for this no year. game against Mousehole or no or anyone like that.
2: No, the return of Adel graffiti is not on.
0: <laughs> Shame. <laughs>
2: uh lily white glover says so is michael smith the reason we'll be in national league next season
0: he'll be one of the reasons
2: <laughs> hopefully he'll think be one our, of the reasons our goal
0: scores will be the main reasons we're in the league next year in the national yeah. league next year
2: but if we suddenly stop shipping them
1: uh he'll be a big part of that i think yeah true true I think he's got—he's definitely got a part to play. He's not gonna—he's not gonna be hindering our chances of being in the national league next next season. But I think there's a couple of other bits around him that need fixing or solving first. But there we go. Uh,
2: one from Alex Wales with Zach Bell probably getting less games now. Do you think Bristol City will want him back? Also, should Will Dawes go out on loan again?
0: Um, I think they'd be quite happy for him to learn off someone like Smith, wouldn't they? And still be around the first team because he's gonna yeah. get chances, aren't they? Because you know, Smith can also move into the centre back place position, can he? Apparently, um And yeah. so not playing on the free, because I presume he can play on three G's because a lot of them in Scotland are, aren't they? So mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I can see Doors going out on loan. He's got if he's not gonna get minutes for us, there's only one way he's gonna get that, isn't he? So another trip somewhere for him. I, I believe will probably be in will be coming up soon. It's a it's a tricky one because we obviously loaned him down from National League
2: last season to National League South, and he might see that he's ready for that level. Maybe we do like a bit of a like we've done with Malachi Linton, and maybe send him over to Taunton so yeah. that he can stay close by and train.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, that works. I don't. I don't. I think if he's if he's going on loan, he's got to go out on loan at this level. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna be happy dropping down again to. Southern premises. So if he goes anywhere, he's going out alone in this league. So you could see him shifting to Taunton. Um what was the first part of the question? I forgot.
2: Zach Bell, will Bristol City Bell, want him back?
1: Yeah, no, I'm with Nick. I think he's better off with us. I think we're better off with him. I think he's better off here too. He's better off being around first team football that three points matter on a Saturday rather than being in reserve team football where it's all about just you know playing a pattern. And working on things. So I say he's better off with us and he'll still, he's still going to get a decent amount of games. He'll, he'll play, he'll play in a, and he'll be involved in a number of squads. Yeah.
2: I think unless he's, unless there's another club that's coming in from him and saying, we want him to, and we'll play every game. Exactly. There's no reason to, uh, yeah, no reason to see the back of him. Agreed. Right. That's Twitter ones. I think there's only a couple on Facebook. Uh, Charlie Badman says, "Evening." evening. Evening. Thoughts on a retro top day. A chance for everyone to pull out their favourite audio top from back of the wardrobe would be would have to be a decent home game. Maybe the Bath game in January or Maidstone in February. That's a way now, isn't it? The Maidstone one nice. in February could yeah. be played at home. they probably is... do it in
0: January. Everyone's going to have coats and jumpers on, aren't they? So you're not going to see <laughs> yeah. it. I
2: reckon it's end of season. Promotion the party. Season. Yeah. Everyone in there. Their, like uh... band on. Yeah.
0: Or something playing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was the that's old, great. what was the old, um the, the Preston Pluckknit post office? Yeah. 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 Everyone in that top. Yeah. Day I think that's a great, day. I think that's a great shout.
0: Sponsor, yeah. drawn Out of a hat, weren't they? At the beginning of the end of the season, who was going to be the sponsor for next year, wasn't it? Or something.
1: Yeah. It, what I season think... was that? That was night, 90, what, 92, 93, 93, 94, something like that? Proper retro. I think I had the one after that, the Martok Watermans one that, Staunton was modelling oh, at yeah. the start of yeah. last season. That was that was my uh, my my oldest kit, I think.
2: Yeah, I think a few pounds might have to be shed to get into some of these oh, retro geez. shirts. So there's yeah. gonna be some sights on the terrace if Connect. people. Turn up sh- <laughs> uh what is your favorite Yeovil top?
1: top? Oh, good question.
0: I actually really like this year's. Uh
1: yeah, that's not bad shout. This year's is smart. And this this year's is is smart for sure.
0: Um, yeah. I did like the old because obviously you know watch a lot of the '90s stuff. I did like the um, the uh, white and stripe white and green stripes when people like Mickey Spencer and Paul Wilson were up front and uh, playing against Arsenal. When that that's always just maybe because of the history of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like this year's. I liked last year's as well. I thought last year's was. Yeah. Was a nice change from where we'd been as well.
1: Um last year's was nice. What about the um what about the old solid last time we were in the ISIS when Graham Roberts was the manager and you had like the solid green with the white, white sleeves.
2: sleeves. Yeah. Remember that one?
1: Yeah. That was pretty cool.
2: What about the one that they had the um was it like ninety seven, ninety eight? There was one that looked like a Newcastle Brown. Like... Oh,
1: with the big with the big oval badge in the <laughs> yeah. middle. Yeah. Al James Hannigan, I remember yeah. in that shirt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That felt like a bit of a opinion split of that one. Yeah. Um, I quite like I
1: like the I like the green, I like the stripes. This year's is this year's is nice. Um this year's is nice.
2: Okay. Uh Charlie's is either ninety nine to two thousand, which I think is the mostly media oh yeah, 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 one. yeah. One the yeah, the Nick Critton and the Blackpool mm-hmm. one. Or the two thousand and two,
1: two thousand and three home kit.
2: I'm not great on kits. Which one was that one? We made history in that one. I think uh, it was solid green with Bradford's on. Yeah. When we, the yeah, season okay. before well, we had a fold. The season before I had a foldy collar. That's right. And then I think big, the season after didn't. It was like a V neck. Big, big big white V, um, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, a V neck one. Yeah, wasn't so much a revolution as much of an evolution of the previous seasons. But. Like yes. That. Uh, and last one from Hilton Mason says, "Evening all, it, it was impressive to hear how many community teams are hosted by AFC Stoneham. So their chairman told me they've got like a hundred odd teams, um, within their their setup. Uh, how do ITFC compare? So I don't actually know the answer to this one, Hilton. Um, we can try and find out, but I dare say there's not a hundred plus." Teams and it sounds like the setup that Stoneham have got, they've you know, it's all been sort of funded by the FA and they've got loads of pitches. Um,
0: yeah, we ain't got that, have we? So,
1: no, I they've think obviously, we... they've obviously had the um, it's that they've changed it a little bit this season, haven't they? The, the youth setup and some of those youth teams, um, with the community trust team yeah. sort of moving into more JPL fixtures. So, it's definitely a lot more focus on like the pathway through the youth setup now than there has been for a little while. Yeah,
2: I think it's probably it's probably um without knowing the makeup of that region, but you know there's lots of football teams in Yeovil. Yeah. There's lots of kids football in Yeovil, and mm-hmm. they're almost the setup before you were to look at getting into the Yeovil town setup. So I think perhaps Stoneham would just swallow up everyone, and have got you know loads yeah. of teams sort of thing.
0: You know they're quite close to quite big, like Southampton and all that lot down there, aren't they? Yeah, so they've exactly, got plenty yeah. of teams they can go play against. Where if you have just one focus on your overall, you're gonna the kids are going to be traveling all day just to go and play football, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, the like teams on like Penn Mill will struggle then in Westlands. And
1: well, I know yeah. some of the um, I know some of the youth teams, some of the youth teams, I think under 11s down, they have to go and play their Saturday home games in Bristol. So, yeah, they go up to Bristol for a 50 yeah, minute wow. game. You know, they're travelling up that way. I think under 12s, 13s, they come back and play at Somerton, I think. But yeah, the young, young ones are off to Bristol. You know, so you're travelling yeah. an hour for, for a really 15-minute right?
0: Saturday, isn't
1: it, or something? Yeah. But there we go. Wow. Fair play to Stolen for doing that, for having that many. It's obviously a really, really well-run club, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good people. Wish them all luck for the uh, rest of the season. Definitely. Um, they might even have a few supporters at that... Sherborne town that make the trip over from Yeovil after their Iraqs at the weekend. But maybe. There we are. Well that's it. That's the uh, end of the questions. Nick, solid debut. Thank you. Uh, thank I think, you for having me. I'm sure Mark Cooper would say it was fine. Um <laughs> I'll
0: take that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Rob, thank you again. Second game, getting stronger.
1: Yeah, pleasure. <laughs> Match up to mat getting up to match fitness now, exactly. You're like Jordan Stevens, yeah. That's it, that's we'll get it. 90 I'm, minutes out of you soon enough, I'm sure. 100%. Looking forward to Dave and um and Ben getting back though, for sure. I'm sure the listeners <laughs> you are Sunday well. night back, yeah. <laughs> just enjoy, but just enjoy listening to that to you guys talking, you know, rather than listening to me gumble on for an hour. But there we go. Happy well, it's have been
2: great to have you both. Thank you very much. No, no drama, thanks, so, mate. We'll thanks see mate. you in the car for another away day soon,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, look forward to it. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making
0: Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis, he could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a
1: start! Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the Stansfield, good turn away from John, goal!